Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Beauty Talks. Hi, I'm Janice, your host. Um, thank you guys for tuning in tonight. We are really, really, really excited about tonight's um, guest because she's been a longtime listener of the show, and we're excited to finally get her on here. Um, so I'm just going to get just jump right into it. I uh, just want to let you guys know that if you have a comment or a question for tonight's guest or for us, please give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914-803-4399. I see the phone lines lighting up, so I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm going to turn it over to my sister Denise so she can say hello. Good evening, everyone. Welcome again to Beauty Talk. I just want to give you just a little quick beauty news. I uh, reported this last week, but I just wanted to do it again um, because it was actually, uh, this event was actually supposed to take place today in Long Beach, California, but ISSE Salon and Spa Expo, of course, is not taking place, um, did not take place today due to COVID, and it will take place um, June 25th through the 26th of this year. Again, June 25th through the 26th of this year. So I wanted to put that information out there just in case if there was somebody who wanted to attend but couldn't attend because of the January date. So it is now taking place um, June 25th through the 26th of this year. And for more information on that, you can go to probeauty.org. All right. So that's ISSE taking place in June now. Um, and I'm assuming that the tickets just transfers over. So I wonder if that means there's yes. still more time to purchase. Does that mean if it's still more time to purchase tickets, though? Yes. Okay. There's more time to purchase now, yes. Okay, cool. All right. <clears throat> so, again, like I said earlier, our guest tonight is no stranger to the show. Uh, we're going to bring her on. Her name is Sharon Tina Huzzy, and she's known as the Business Research Lady. Let's get her on here. Finally, Sharon Tina. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Finally. I'm so excited. You guys Finally. don't understand. <laughs> well, I'm happy. I'm happy that you're excited. Yeah. Um it's good to have you on the line as our guest. I know I think I remember you calling in once before years ago as you know as a listener, but 
It's good to have you on as a guest. Yes. Thankful to be able yes. to bring um, bring you on. So listen, for those of you who, for those people out there who haven't been following the show um, as long as the show's been around, um, and who may not know you on social media or uh, or anything like that, please just give us a brief introduction. Give our audience a brief introduction as to who you are and what you do. Yeah. So. Again, my name is Sharon Tina Huzzy. I am a business researcher and coach um, at the Biz Research Lady or the Business Research Lady. I'm also a public librarian, so um, I have a bit of a background in research, which kind of fueled um, me starting the business. But before that, um, I was very much into social media, which is how I think I meant the Tanel Sisters. Um, I used mm-hmm. to go by Tyra's Little Sis way, way back in the day. Um, and I, I think that kind of started, like, my love for social media and kind of like personal branding. Um, I've grown up a little bit, changed my Twitter handle um, and kind of branched out to kind of form my own personal brand based on, you know, my own expertise and my own interests. Nice. Um, I want to tell our audience, this has nothing to do with what we're going to talk about tonight, but tell our audience how you got that name, Tyra's Little Sis. <laughs> Oh, do you really want me to tell that story? Um, yes, so I it's a name. Enjoy the story. <laughs> it's a name that I really made up for myself. Um, I was in college at Morgan State University in Baltimore, Maryland, um, in my dorm room, and I was a really, really big fan of Tyra Banks. Um, and so I think around that time, it was maybe 2008, 2009, and Twitter was kind of just taking off. Um, and I was trying to think of, like, a good Twitter handle. I was like, I don't know what to, what to call myself. And, of course, I was, like, the biggest Tyra Banks fan. So I was like, you know what, I'm Tyra's little sis. And I don't know, I just did it, and, and I ran with it. And, like, to this day, I am 31. To this day, my, my college friends still refer to me as Tyra's little sis. Um, from, from creating that Twitter, like, just to kind of speed the story up, it landed me on the Tara Banks show, so it was kind of funny, like, starting it as just a fan. It ended up landing <laughs> me on her show <laughs> um, as one of her biggest fans. And I think to date, that was probably one of the best moments of my life. Uh, so, yeah, that's how that came about, and it just stuck. And, you know, like I said, as time went on and, you know, I was getting ready to graduate college, I kind of wanted to branch out and kind of rebrand myself. And so that's when I decided to change my Twitter handle. But... I did park that Twitter handle so no one else can ever take it because it's mine. <laughs> nice. Well, you know what, though? Um, listening to you say you were in your college dorm um, and when, what year it was, Diddy Talk started in 2008. So wow. you've been Tyra's little sis as long as this show has been around. And yes. this, this, year, think, yes. this year we're going on our 14th year. Wow. Yeah, I think that's how long I probably I think I met you guys in 2010. But again, I was in my dorm mm-hmm. room and I think I got introduced to you all by Santara and and I've been y'all been stuck with me ever since. <laughs> ever since. Yep. <laughs> ever since. But I was I'm glad you yeah, said that little stuck. story. And I'm stuck thank with you for her doing that. Sense. She said that right. Stuck. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't even do that. We love it. We love it. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Let's just jump into what you're here for tonight, though. Um, tell us 
a little bit about your job at the library. So I am a public librarian, um, and all that really means is there are, like, different types of libraries. You have public libraries, academic libraries, special libraries, and basically it just defines what types of audiences they serve. So I serve the, the general public of Philadelphia. Um, so, you know, people, everyday people come to the library looking for books, um, having, you know, different reference questions, doing research projects. We do a lot of public programming and outreach in the neighborhood. Uh, we do all kinds of things, but basically I'm the person that sits at the desk that you come to and asks all your questions that you can't figure out the answer to. Um, I started in libraries in 2015. Um, I was pretty much right out of college. You know, when you graduate, you just need a job, <laughs> and the job just came right up. And um, I, I started as a library assistant, so I served in that role for about five years. And during that time, you know, kind of learning the ins and outs of uh, librarianship, I was like, I want to, I want to be the the person in charge. You know, I'm like, I want to be that person over there. And so. I went to get my master's in li- information and library science because in most places you, to to become a librarian, you have to get a master's degree in um, information and library oh, science, which a lot of people don't know that. Right. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that, but you, you do have to get a master's degree to officially become a librarian. So did that, um, about a two-year program. And in December of 2019, I became a librarian right before the pandemic. <laughs> so um, I've served in a number of different libraries, but currently I'm working downtown in the very risky part of Philadelphia. Um, and so it's been a lot of fun. It's been a whole lot of fun. So while you're being this librarian librarian, and you, you do a lot of research, um, you said that's what mm-hmm. kind of inspired you to um, start your own business. What was that process like? Yes. So when I initially became a librarian, I got assigned to um, what's called the Business Resource and Innovation Center, which is just a very specialized business center within the Free Library of Philadelphia. Um, They only serve, like, entrepreneurs and small business owners, inventors, and even job seekers. Um, But in my role under the business department, um, we did a lot of, like, one-on-one research consultations. So I got thrown right in, like, you know, everyday people that were starting businesses or people who may have already had an established business um, were coming to us to get help with doing business research, kind of like the really foundational level of research. Um, And so while there, I learned uh, so, so much. And um, while I liked doing that one-on-one research with those entrepreneurs, I was somewhat limited um, because as a librarian, the roles are pretty defined and you know it depends on who you work under um at the time my boss made it clear like this is our job this is what we do and this is what we don't do and so I felt that I was kind of limited it was kind of a like okay show the person where to access the information give them a demonstration of how to use the information maybe do one or two illustrative searches and then send them on their way and I, I felt bad after almost like every interaction because I just felt like it wasn't enough like I, I always felt like the business owners, especially the very new ones, they needed more hand-holding. And in that, mm-hmm. in that job, like I wasn't, in that role, I wasn't able to do that. It was like we were told not to do that because, you know, they felt like, you know, people will become dependent and think, you know, you'll do the work for them. And I get that. But 
the people who were in charge, they didn't even have a business background. Like, they just got assigned to that library. So they didn't really understand, yeah. like I felt like I understood, um, you know, what, what they really needed. And so that's kind of where I got the idea of kind of branching out and doing my own thing. Um, and mm-hmm. also, I think outside of that, just like fueling it, um, I had a few two friends who were starting their a small business that I went to high school and college with. And um, right before their launch, they had some like back end stuff that they didn't know about on their website that they had to do. And so they reached out. We hopped on a call and we worked through it so they could be, get ready for their launch. And one of them was like, "Listen, sis, you should really, you know, do consulting because you're really good at it and." You can help a lot of people who really, like, just don't know. And so that was kind of like the light bulb moment. I already had it in my mind, but I wasn't sure whether I wanted to, like, jump yet. And after that, I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? She's right. I'm going to do it. So thank you, Nadira, if you're listening. <laughs> she really, like, <laughs> put it in my head. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, like, why not? You know, why not? I have I have all this information in my head. I'm like, I need to get it out. I need to, you know, help people and help people and get it out there. So it's kind of twofold, but that's kind of the inspiration behind it. I must this I just have to throw this in here. I must say that I've always mm-hmm. thought of you as someone who always knows how to do a little bit of everything, seems like. <laughs> um, it's a gift and a you curse. Know, you want you want your hair braided? <laughs> call Sharantina. You want your nails done? Listen. Call Sharantina. Call me. I mean, but you just seem to be like I feel like that's a gift. Like you, you know, you can, I guess, pick up on things easily, um, teach yourself yeah. how to do it, um, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. Um, and I know that you, you know, we know you from the beauty world, um, right? You know, but you have such a unique um, business here. Um, how do you, how do you apply this to what, let's say, for instance, to what I do? Um, in beauty, like if I have a, a business, even if it's just my me and my personal brand, how could right. you know you help me with my personal brand as well as if let's say if I had you know uh, if I'm using my my beauty business, how would you be able to help me there? So in terms of the business, like at the very foundational level, all businesses uh, the purpose is to to serve a need to to fix a problem, and so. Like, mm-hmm. I always tell people when when they're thinking about starting a business, I'm like, before you jump in and start, you know, reserving your IG handles and, you know, filing for LLCs, like, what what is the, what is the problem that you're solving? Literally. And this is this goes for a personal brand, too. Because even as a personality, mm-hmm. you, you, you're giving people something. Like, people are buying into something, whether it's your personality, whether it's your style, I don't know, your style of comedy. Like, they're buying into something. And so whether it's a, a physical business where you're providing a product or a service or your personal brand where you're, you're pretty much selling your personality, um, your purpose is to solve a problem. And so uh, I usually tell people, like, that's the place to start to figure out, like, like why? Like, what is, the, what is the purpose behind it? And then from there you can kind of build upon it. But um, to get, like, a little bit more detail, when we're talking about, <clears throat> excuse me, businesses, like formal businesses, um, the at the very foundational level, they all exist within industries, and so um, mm-hmm. like I, like I always tell people, you have to kind of start there because yeah, you can get on social media and kind of you know search Instagram and see you know what's trending and what's popular, but like I'm talking like the nitty gritty details, like how many businesses of this type are are in the industry, where where are they mostly at in the, in the country or in the world, like 
you know, what, what are, who are those companies that exist? Who are your competitors? Like all that, like really nitty gritty stuff that people don't really think about right away, but they should. Like you would be surprised at like how many people don't even consider doing business research. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you have, to, I, I'm just surprised by it, but it's like the, the foundational level. And so I try my hardest to just like encourage that. And it doesn't always have to be like, going to the library and burning your head into like a reference book or like using these complicated, um, you know, uh, databases, like it, it starts with a Google search, you know, like you, there's plenty of, you know, industry news out there. Um, if you just search like what, you know, what's trending in the makeup industry, you know, like if you can find a lot of information, but you have to be willing to do the research and also know what you're looking for, which ties back into why you're even doing it in the first place. Right. Now, one of my questions was going to be, you know, um, in your based on your experience, where do you think mm-hmm. a new and um, small businesses get stuck when, when starting their business? Mm-hmm. Would you say it, it is in the area of n- not doing research? You know what? I think the, the funny – well, not, it's not even funny. But the funny thing is, like, they don't even consider it as a, as a, as, as a thing. So I, I, initially I don't say that's where they get stuck, but I say it's something that they, they ignore. Where I would say people get stuck where they realize that they're stuck, one is, like, the literal process of, like, steps. So, like, okay, come up with the idea, uh, come, you know, flush out the strategy, uh, maybe think about your business structure, like whether you're going to be a sole proprietor or get an LLC, and then what's the next step after that. Like, some of them really just don't know the steps, so like, what, which order they should do things in. And then I, I see a lot of people struggle with marketing and um, I would say social media too, but that's a part of marketing, but marketing in terms of like, like defining their customers, like where their, their target market, like where their customers are, all of that. So I see those two things as like the biggest questions that I always get, like how, you know, how do I find my target market? And like, what, you know, what do I do first? Do I, do I get my LLC first or do I like file for a trademark? You know, like it's, a lot of people are right. all over the place because they don't really know the steps, you know. Right, absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about your um, your services. What are some of the services that you offer? So my services kind of fall under three different categories. So I have I offer consultations, I offer what I call like business services, and then I offer branding design, and so. To sum it up, like under the consultations, I have um, a free discovery call. So if you're kind of like not really knowing what you need, you're kind of just kind of shopping around, maybe you do have a specific business question that you wanted to get an answer to, or maybe you're just trying to see like if I can potentially help you or not, I have a 15-minute free discovery call where you can pretty much ask anything you want. Like I've had people have really detailed questions, and some just are like trying to figure out where in the world to start. Um, I also have a, a all things business call where that's a one hour like really in depth call. So for that one, I encourage people to come with really specific business questions. Like if they're trying to, you know, maybe um, think about you know what their business needs are. If they're trying to work through uh, flushing out their business idea to see if it even makes sense. Um, maybe if they're trying to if they're working on their business plan and they kind of just need some tips or something like that. And then also research instructions. So if they if they're you know, some people want to do the research themselves, and I actually encourage it, although I do it as a service. I encourage it because essentially as a business owner, you are supposed to be the expert in your, you know, in whatever field you're in. 
And so I encourage people to do the research on their own. And so sometimes they need help help with just learning how to do it. Um, and then I also offer a trademark consultation call. And this is a really popular one because, as you can imagine, like, the trademark process is pretty complicated and people have a hard time just, like, figuring it out and navigating it. And so during that call, it's kind of similar to the all things business call where you kind of come with your questions. Um, but I help people, like, flesh out, you know, whether or not their name could be trademarkable. I do a search to see if trademarks already exist. Um, there's a lot of ins and outs and technicality, so it is like a case-by-case thing, and that's why I kind of have it as a separate service because I kind of use people's unique situations to really delve into it and do searches and kind of talk about different things. And um, through that, I actually developed a free a free guide, a free trademark guide, so that people can mm-hmm. have the basics of, like, how, you know, how it works, what to look for, all of that, before they even come to the consultation call so we don't waste time, you know, going over things that they could read for free. So um, that's the consultations. Um, And then business services, which is where, like, most of the nitty-gritty services are. So things like business structure formation, like, you know, helping people file their LLCs or if they wanted to do a DBA or doing business as. um, I have, like, a a business startup bundle for somebody who (laughs) literally doesn't want to do anything and just wants me to do it for them. Um, I have a service to do business plans, um, of course, a business research bundle, so literally just focusing on the research in terms of, you know, helping people define their target market, um, look up their competitors, and also, you know, giving them a really detailed list of even, like, potential customers. Like, I can get names, addresses, phone numbers, all that. Um, And even if if their customer base is other businesses, I can also get information on that. Um, And then lastly, just um, I I do, like, business plan pitch decks. So, you know, if you were to have to present your business essentially to, say, um, maybe lenders or investors, I can create kind of like a PowerPoint based on your business plan Mm -hmm. to kind of get you um, set up for that. Um, And I have a lot of services, by the way, (laughs) if I'm I'm going to be And then I also have, like, a one-on-one. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead, finish. I was just going to say, in, in to end off the business services, I have, like, a one-on-one coaching program, which is more of a commitment than, like, you know, say the one-hour, one-off business phone call. And in the coaching program, like, I work with, with the business owner one-on-one for a, the shortest term is three months um, because I just feel like, like I said, I felt like people needed a lot more hand-holding. And it's a lot of information. It's very information-heavy, and people tend to get overwhelmed. So it's a three-month coaching plan. It's guided by what the business owner needs. Like they come in saying, okay, I need help with this, this, and this. And I help them flesh it out into um, kind of uh, measurable goals that we can work on each month, and I break it down by week and so on and so forth. And then the last thing is just the branding design portion where I do like logos, um, I do product label design, business cards, Thank you cards, the ebooks, anything you can think of that you would design to kind of represent your brand, I pretty much do. Um, also, website design. Um, so yeah, that sums up all my fifty services. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you now because you offer so many services and and you offer so many free tools as well um, to you know assist your clients in in doing some of these things themselves do you find that from your experience in your business do you find that most of your clients prefer that you do it for them or do they even try to do it 
I'm going to be very honest with you. People are lazy. <laughs> and so while they do appreciate knowing how to do things, sometimes people just don't want to. And that's that's not a bad thing. So I find that even though, you know, I give I do give a lot of free information, I love to just help people. Um, they so, Sometimes they just don't want to do it, and so they don't mind paying for the service to get it done. So I see people right. still just being like, can you just do this? Like, I don't even want to think about it. It's overwhelming. It can be very overwhelming. And so most of them just say, can you just do it? <laughs> do it for me. So. Yeah. Now, I know that you have a, a, a guide that people can could download, but mm-hmm. when you were mentioning trademarks, um, can you okay. just tell us, like, one or two things that everyone should know um, about trademarking? Oh. Look, we can have a whole different show about trademarks. It's it's so complex. Um, the one the the biggest piece of, of advice I could give the first piece would be to um, before even thinking about trademarking, make sure that no one else has an existing trademark. This is even before you think about trademarking. When you when you come up with a a a, a brand name in the middle of the night when you on your way to sleep, and you're thinking like, oh, it's the perfect idea. Tomorrow I'm going to create you know business cards, website, all that stuff. I've seen it happen to people where they create materials, marketing materials, and then they come to find out later that they're being sued because someone else already owns the trademark. So always research. Um, there's a trademark database. It's free to use. It does not cost anything where you can search existing trademarks, and that goes for, like, word trademarks and also design trademarks because there are different types of trademarks, some that just include a picture and some that just include words, and then some include a combination. Um, so definitely do your research and also know that everything cannot be trademarked. So, um, for example, like really common words sometimes cannot be trademarked. Sometimes city names cannot be trademarked. Um, there, there's a lot of different things that I could say. Um, um, one other thing I would like to mention is that trademarks are costly, especially if you're getting a federal trademark. Um, they actually raised the price from when we got our trademark for one of my other businesses. It's now two fifty per class of goods, and I like to tell people this because they sometimes people think, okay, that's the flat rate, that's the flat price. But if you have a business where you sell T-shirts, but you also sell candles, you also I don't know sell wine, you know, all different types of products. Each mm-hmm. of those is considered a different class of goods, and they cost two hundred and fifty dollars each. So that's just some things to like keep in mind. But again, I could. We could do a whole show about trademarks if you wanna. The question, the question though. So you said T-shirts and candles. So what if you have a can, uh, two or three candles, different fragrances? Does each fragrance that's represent still all something totally different? No, because that's still the the class of goods would be candles. So yeah, exactly. um, yeah, it's it's just like the kind of general um, like product itself, you know, and then mm-hmm. like. It, 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 that's, it, it's, it's very case by case, and that's why that's why I do it as a separate thing. Because, like, um, for example, for for our for my other company, like, there are a lot of things that are encompassed in like beauty. So you have like hair preparations. Um, I think deodorant is in there. Um, makeup, cosmetics, like, they're all kind of in the same class of goods. But some people might think they're very different things because they're different products. So it's very right. very like. There's a lot of technicalities, but there are um, on the USPTO.gov is the United States Patent and Trademark Office, and they are the ones who um, govern all federal trademarks. 
And so they have a wealth of a wealth of resources, guides, um, right? Because it's such a confusing process, they do make it. Um, they they have a lot of information, videos that you can read through, and um, kind of get answers to those questions. And they have like uh, I forget what the guide is called, but it's like a, a um a searchable guide where you can look up different classes of goods, so you can kind of see where your products will fall, so you know which one to apply for, or if you have to do more than one. Mm-hmm. Nice. So what okay. excites you about the business? I can tell that you you. you you know a lot about it, but what excites you about it? Yeah, I think that was Sharon Tina. Let's see. Did we lose it? There's something going on with Sharon Tina's, uh, her line, her phone line. Let's see. Let's just go to a quick, um, quick break, really quickly. How would you like to become friends with benefits? I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about friendsbeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At Friends Beauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skin care, wigs and extensions, styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our Friends Discount Program and shop with us today at Friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com, friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818 691 1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today. Okay, she's going to um, call back in. She's going to hang up and call back in and hope that that clears um, her line. I think so. Let's see. And she should be back on. on Hey, can you hear me? Yes, Yes, that's a whole lot better. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I don't know what happened. It said I, was, it said I was muted and everything went went crazy. So I'm glad it's working. But um, yeah. um, I think you were asking um, me what excites me. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So basically, I mean, as you can tell, like I, I talk a mile a minute about business because I'm. It just it just like fuels me. I'm passionate about it. Um, but I also just really like helping people um navigate that world because it is so like crazy and complicated and complex and multi-layered like I really just help pe- like helping people turn their passions into profit and I also like teaching so kind of I'm able to like do all of those things all in one um and like I, I just know from experience too because even though I know a lot it's still scary business ownership and entrepreneurship it's scary it's intimidating it can be frustrating um it can be confusing sometimes and so I like to help people with the knowledge that I've been able to acquire over the years if I can, to help them kind of get to that next level and that next step to kind of really, um, you know, get set up with a, a really solid foundation. Nice. And nice. tell us who do you, who is your target market? I mean, so, I know it's business, small business owners, but is there in any particular 
industry that you're, you know, going after or? No, I don't, I don't have a specific industry. Um, my primary target market is definitely new entrepreneurs and business owners who are just getting started because I focus so much on like business planning and kind of the, the foundational research area. I think um, it appeals more to them because they don't know. You know, some people have mm-hmm. started businesses and have been doing well without doing any of that research. They kind of, you know, learn it on their job. And so um, while more established businesses do still need this type of help because, you know, industries are constantly changing. Like the world has changed within the last two years like we've never seen it before. And so while the established business owners do need help, I find that the newer business owners that are just getting started um, really benefit from the information and helps them kind of just build that strong foundation. So, yeah, my target market is definitely um, new small business owners who are literally just getting started and who are trying to, like, figure out how to navigate the business world. Nice. And, like, you started this business when? I started this business on my birthday, uh, May 22nd of 2021. As crazy and as I am, it was like a birthday gift to myself. <laughs> I don't know why I would start a business on my birthday. but And, you know, we've seen a lot of new businesses come along from, you know, 2020 oh and 2021. Um, yep. Do you think – do you think – that's going to be something that we continue to see the growth of small businesses? Oh, yes, I definitely do. And I think because people have seen that it's not this, like, big, scary monster and that, like, success is attainable, like, people are encouraged by that. Like, I see a lot of um, Facebook groups have popped up, too, you know, during the time of the pandemic. Um, And they cater to people, like, young, young entrepreneurs, especially young black women entrepreneurs and like these groups are amazing. They support each other. They, they share resources. They, you know, they use each other as like um, for like surveying to see if, you know, a a product or a service idea would be smart to do. So I think because of the, also because of the number of resources that have come up during the pandemic as well, people feel more encouraged. And I think people just also like the freedom, like whether it's financial freedom being able to control their schedules. Like I know so many people that have, you know, branched out and some, some might still work a nine to five. Some have left their jobs and have been able to, you know, support themselves just on their businesses alone. So I think definitely um, that trend will continue just because it's been successful. Um, Yeah. It's been really, really successful. So how do you, how do you market to new businesses? Well, not just new businesses, but any business. So I personally, a lot of my, or you saying generally or in my own experience? Um, just, yeah, in your own experience. So in my own experience, um, a lot of my clients have come from obviously people I know, friends and family, coworkers. Um, word of mouth has been probably the biggest. Um, people that I don't even know and, you know, they, they call my business line and they're like, hey, I, you know, I heard about you from such and such. I don't even know who the such and such is, but they work at the library. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. Like, I've, a lot of word <laughs> of mouth. Um, definitely social media, especially those Facebook groups, um, they can be a little crazy to navigate sometimes because a lot of scammers are in this world trying to take advantage of people. But there are also a lot of, like, really enthusiastic people who are really trying to do things the right way. 
and, um, you know, kind of build their businesses with a, a good foundation. And so they often look for services in those same groups that they service. And so I found a lot of clients from that as well. Um, and basically, you know, there, every day you can count on at least five to ten people saying, I'm, re- I'm finally ready to take the leap. I'm finally ready to start my business. Where do I start? And listen, I, I have my um, my write-up copy right in my notes. <laughs> I just I, I copy it, paste it in there, and listen, if they if they fill it in it, they fill it. And, you know, they reach out, and we kind of get started. And, you know, I think a lot of business owners have to also realize that everybody is not your customer, and you have to be okay with that. You know, um, yeah. I, there, there are a lot of different, I would say there are a lot of different type of business coaches out there. And I'm not saying that any of their methods are wrong, but they're different. And, you know, depending on your personal brand, the brand you're trying to build, like you might want a certain style over another. And, you know, that, you know, that's something that I've learned, like everybody's not your customer and that's sometimes a good thing, you know? Um, but yeah, I definitely use social media a lot and, um, Word of mouth people I know, a lot of them have really just been people that know somebody that I know that have just passed on my information. And I think that's, that's really powerful because that speaks, you know, speaks to reputation and um, credibility and all that. Nice. Absolutely. Give us a little, a little history of your background as far as your education and, and what brought you to this point. <laughs> okay, so I'm a professional student. I'll besides that besides the library, <laughs> besides the library, uh, the degree. And yes, you are. You are a professional student. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you're so also yeah, very I mean, smart. The, uh, thank you, thank you. The the library degree was at the very end, but um, my bachelor's degree I got from Temple University. Um, I have a bachelor's in business administration with a concentration in marketing. And then I did mm-hmm. get a, a master's degree in marketing from, it's a small college in New York City um, that I got a master's degree from. And then the 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 information and library science degree um after that um so a lot of my business knowledge honestly came from my foundation at temple like just that kind of you know bachelor's degree level like foundational theory um stuff that i got from my time at temple and then of course from experience just like um working you know um in in helping businesses and that sort of thing nice Nice. So where do you see your to... business? <laughs> I was gonna say, where do you see your business going from here? I'm trying to take over the world. Okay, like <laughs> I, I, I. So I would say in the very near future, I do want to um, start to offer like classes. Like um, whether I'm not sure if I want to do. Uh, maybe it'll be a mix of like. Um, like live Zoom classes that people can come to in real time and also like recorded kind of course style classes that they can kind of do self-paced because I really have a lot of information to share and like it's just in my head. I'm like, I need to get it out, you know, and I feel like it could really help people, especially like I said, in the world where um, unfortunately there are a lot of scammers out here that just like do these new business owners dirty and it's so sad. Like I see it time and time again. And like I just, I just want to be a wealth of information, of credible like, like information that that can really help them um, to the next level. So definitely doing courses and like classes just to teach about different topics, different business topics, um, and you know maybe doing more speaking engagements. I've been a little reluctant because I'm I'm a very shy person, whether you believe it or not. 
And I know that <laughs> that can kind of hinder <laughs> that can kind of hinder growth, especially as like a business coach. So that's something that I'm working on. Like even doing this is, is a big help for me, you know, to be able to talk and, um, you know, so those are kind of in the immediate future. Nice. Um, share with our audience where they can find you um, on social media and your website. So um, on my website, you can either search bizresearchlady.com or businessresearchlady.com. Um, either one of those will take you to my website where you can see all of my services. Um, on social media, I'm on Instagram and Twitter as bizresearchlady. Um you can find me there, and yeah, those are my yeah. That's it. <laughs> right, and and if and I'm not mistaken, you share well. sorry Facebook as well. Oh, that's right. Um, and you share <laughs> tips on your social media channels, correct? Yep, I share um, I share business tips. I do. I try to do reels. I'm still trying to get into reels. They they're fun, but they they take a lot out of you. <laughs> Um, because I know that video is like the next kind of phase of social media. I know for I know for mm-hmm. a fact Instagram is really promoting video um, as opposed to like still you know in just pictures images. So I, I'm trying to get better with reels because I think they could be really um, creative. You know, a creative way to get the information out there. Information that can kind of be boring sometimes. You know, research it's not the the most fun topic. Um, but yeah, I do share business tips, um, especially on my Instagram page. But, you know, also when it comes to reels and, and just videos in general on social media, mm-hmm. you know, don't stress yourself out about, you know, what Instagram or whoever is doing now. You know, if, right, if, right. if, a, if a photo is what you do best, then, then do that as long as you're getting that information out. Because when, a, when a client wants the information, as long as they can see it, you know what I mean? Yes. That's yes. all that matters. It doesn't matter if it comes in with, the, you know, like a photo or yeah. You know, like some type of Canva or something or video. It doesn't right, really right. matter. As long as they get that information, I think that's the key. Yeah, I think because we're because your clients or potential customers are kind of on the opposite side. Like you're more concerned yeah. about um, one thing, and it's Instagram, you know, if people are going to be able to find you on Instagram or what have you. And as long right. as they know your hand, they'll get to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So, <laughs> right. As long so, as they can um, find me. <laughs> as long as they can find you. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I'm glad we were able to get you on finally. I'm glad this is just yes. a chance to work out of your shell. And But you do have a yes. lot of information to share. So I'm yes. definitely going to be um, on those social media pages trying to figure out what I can learn and find <laughs> out. Uh, <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> no, because, you know, I mean, Think about it. I mean, most, um, for what we do, most makeup artists and beauty professionals out there, we all definitely need this information because most of us yeah. either have a product, a product, we mm-hmm. definitely are in the service business, you know, business, yep. so we have services and products, and we all want mm-hmm. logos and yes. all of that, <laughs> so uh, we, so we definitely need that. We definitely need a, a resource that we could turn to um, to be able to help us um, take care of our business. That's one thing I think that a lot of beauty professionals fall, with the area that they fall short in is that they're so creative and everybody's thinking about the creative process and, you know, mm-hmm. what the hairstyles going to look like and not yep. focus on the business. 
you know. Yeah. And so, <laughs> you know, there's a there's a quite a few of us that are, you know, makeup artists, hairstylists, or what have you, that come from a business background. So, you know, it is right. in our mind. Right. You know, right. and there are the majority of, of the beauty professionals do not come from a, a business background. Mm-hmm. So they they tend right. to kind of push that to the side. So mm-hmm. it's definitely needed. Yes. Definitely needed. So, again, thank you so much. Oh, oh, oh. Thank you. Well, you forgot the last Uh-oh. question. You forgot the last question. That's almost, that's it. I almost forgot the I last question. Say, after all these years, after all these years, y'all going to forget to ask me the question? Like, <laughs> I remember that. I was like, oh, oh, oh. Um, so, yes, what is your definition of beauty? So I've been thinking about this for 10 years because I think that's how long I've been listening to you guys. <laughs> and all I could come up with that's like the, the true, like purest form of the definition for me is like fearlessness and like individuality yeah. and courage. Like just like I, I find so much beauty in people that are just super like 1,000% comfortable just being themselves in the world and just being mm-hmm. free. Like I think that is the most beautiful thing ever. And um you know, everybody deals with, with their struggles, but, like, I, I just love it. I, I think it's the most beautiful thing ever. Nice. I love nice. it. Nice. I agree. I agree as well. Yeah. I agree. Well, I see that Philly is in the house because they are all on the listen, phone line. Philly came through. I said, listen, y'all better stop playing and dial in and, you know, support. <laughs> I love it. So I'm glad, I'm glad that they're – thank you, Philly fam. I appreciate y'all. I mean, is there anybody <laughs> who has guys. any questions? Anybody have any questions from the next room? I think Delaware. Delaware popped on. Okay, Delaware. Yes, I appreciate y'all so much, hubby. So this is this is who she's listening to at at on Sunday night. Yeah, who she's listening yeah. to beauty talk every Sunday. Then when the, and when the show go, then the, when the show goes off, we jump over on Twitter, and that's that's what oh, she's doing no. on Twitter for three hours. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's that's what's <laughs> occupying her time on Sunday night. <laughs> so, but we greatly appreciate your support, of course, for all these many years. Um, and thanks for joining us tonight. It was fun. And I don't know if Hubby's going to allow you to, to jump over yeah, on I think Twitter. He, I think he want. I think he, I'm not sure if he wanted to say something. Hold on, let me see. Oh, come he on, come on. He was giving me his signals. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they can't hear you. They can't. He, is it a way, how does he dial in? I mean, he's on the line. Number one. Question, question number one. No, just tell me. Is his, what's his? Is he? He, he just pressed the number one. Okay, here we go. We got. We see him. We see him. Hold on. He, there you go. Okay. There you go. All right. Can you can you hear me? Okay. Hey. We can. Yes. How yes. are you? This may be this be out of this may be out of the norm, but as a husband, I have to say to share her with mentors as both of you are. I'm absolutely privileged. Uh, Tina has shared what you both mean to her since we were dating. I remember when we were just dating and she would talk about having to prepare 
social media posts and things like that. So <laughs> from husband to her mentors, thank you for what you mean to her both professionally, spiritually, uh, financially. You both have invested in her in ways that I can't mention. And so on behalf of her family, thank you all the way from Philadelphia. Oh, my God. That is okay. so I can't even talk right cry. Now. I can't even talk right now. Mm-mm. Thank you, husband. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that's Thank heavy. you so much. Um, yeah, that was, um, yeah. She stuck with us and we stuck with her. That's all I can say. For life, for life, for life. <laughs> that, was, yes. uh, that was absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> Appreciate that. Thank I thought you, he was going to come on and say something wonderful about his wife. He's got me about to be in tears. Don't cry. Ooh. Don't cry. <laughs> yeah, that's heavy. Thank you very yeah. much. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate that. Thank She's you. worth really every do. every dollar, every minute, <laughs> <laughs> every bit of the investment. <laughs> Yeah, that that was nice. That was really nice. Well, we are jumping over to Twitter for just, listen, I know I say it every Sunday night, but this is for real. 30 minutes. I'm, I'm going to jump over for tonight. Okay. Wait, thank wait, you. is Megan, let's see Megan on the line. You hear that, Megan? 30 minutes. Megan, hold us. Hold us to 30 minutes now, Megan. If we act like we want to go over, please step up and say something. Yes. <laughs> so we're we're jumping over to Twitter, to Twitter spaces, um, just to, you know, we always have a little follow-up chat on whatever. So that's where we're going to be. But thank you again, Sharon Tina, for spending your Sunday evening with us. We greatly appreciate all of the information. Thank you you for Philadelphia for showing up tonight and for all of those who either listened on the phone lines or those who listened online. Thank you so much. Thank you to all of those who will listen at the playback. And just thank you for our listeners all over the world um, who tune in um, every every week. So um, we're getting ready to head over to Twitter. Everyone have a wonderful evening and a beautiful and blessed week. Good night. Good night. Good night.